And welcome. <laughs> yeah, tinfoil hat. Yeah, man. That's what I am. I'm heavy and hot. I'm not hot and heavy. I'm heavy and hot. Yeah. Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for supporting the show. If you want to check us out on all of our social media platforms for future guests or topics, check us out on Twitter at tinfoilhatcast. On Instagram at tinfoilhatpod. You can find us on Reddit. Uh, it's reddit.com backslash r backslash tinfoilhatshow or allcomedytshirts.com. Go ahead and email us at tinfoilhatpod at gmail.com. Tinfoil hat. Coyote people everywhere. Tinfoil hat. Hey, man, where's the truth there, dog? Tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Are you ready to get your mind blown? Revolution will be podcasted. Yeah, I guess now I start. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. We are back in the new studio, and we're super excited. Uh... Joining us in studio is a, a, a wonderful human being. He's a very cool cat. Uh, I was blessed to go on the road with him recently, and it was a lot of fun. We did Texas, and uh, he's here on his new book, and we'll get into that real quick. Please welcome my good friend, Jim Florentine. It's good to see you, man. Always a pleasure. Dude, you're, uh, you're just like jet-setting. Is this like what uh, an author does? He just jet-sets around? I like coming out to L.A., you know what yeah. I mean? I have a lot of friends out here and just hanging and stuff, so I'm always out like once a month anyway. Any excuse to come out. You New Yorkers like to dip your toe and hang out, and then you then you hate us and you run back. I never, I, I don't hate. I, I hated L.A. in the beginning when I was first, you know, 15, 20 years ago when I first started. 1998 was the first time I came out here. Right. And I hated it for a while, but I love it out here. It's not. Nice, right, and especially coming out in the in the in the winter time from New York, come out for four days, get away from that shit. So it's fuck. It's Could perfect. you ever see yourself living on the West Coast? Yeah, I got a kid though, so it's it's tough. Oh, tell us about your kid too, because this kid is going to be the future of comedy. The people are talking. He's already he's already <laughs> like doing stage time. You guys, are like, is there almost an argument who's going to close at this point? I put him on at the end. So I used to do like five minutes, and then I said I wanted, he wants to come up and tell a few jokes. I couldn't follow him after that, so now he's my closer. <laughs> That's awesome. I've been looking for a good closer for 20 years. I finally found him. I can't, I can't follow him. <laughs> he seems like a natural. I heard him on uh, the Chip Chipperson podcast. He opened for Dice this past weekend. In really? Jersey, two shows we, he went on in front of three, in a distress factory, 375 people, sold out, mobbed, and just killed and he does. Is, he has three or four jokes, and he he just grabs the mic, starts walking back and forth, telling these jokes. And, and kills how old is he? Seven. That's ridiculous. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be came his up world. With this, he just came out with this joke, and he wanted to do it Sunday night. He never did it before. Like, I don't know if he should do it in front of a sold-out room, a dice crowd. You might want to work that out in a little club. He goes, no, no, I think it's going to work. And I said, all right, it's up. so. but if it bombs, don't blame me. And it was going to kill. I knew it was going to kill. He goes, my dad hasn't had a girlfriend. And I'm standing on stage, and I'm it's great when he makes fun of me. He's like, my dad hasn't had a girlfriend in like three years. And I keep telling him, dad, get a girlfriend. He's like, yeah, yeah, one day I will. You know, we'll figure it out. And he goes, I think my dad's gay. <laughs> Murdered. <laughs> <laughs> and the, I, I only told him, I said, just put a little pause there on that punchline, <laughs> okay. and it kills. Does he run the jokes by you? No, or? Well, I said, what are you going to say? Because I'm like, ah, that doesn't really make sense. But he just said, that's what I'm going to do. Because he said that to me one day. <laughs> I think you're gay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Hey. I'm like, oh, no, I just don't bring these slobs around you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You're kind of well. That's great, man. Uh, so you are out here. This now is this your first book or your yeah, second book? This is my first. It's your first book. It's called Everybody Is Awful except for you. I like that you bring it back. Uh, tell us a little about your book. It's just a basic, you know, a lot some stories about growing up. I'm mostly just ranting stuff, like from my podcast where I just rant about different shit, social media. You know, everyone bragging, looking for attention or sympathy. Yeah, that's And I, I actually that. have actual Facebook posts in there from people because people send them into my podcast, so, and then I just tear them down. And you and just, just rip them a new them. asshole. Yeah, and just dissect what they're real, what's really going on in their life. What do you think is going on with people right now? Is it just like people are, they just need attention, they're lonely, or what is like most of the posts you get, the stuff you get sent? Yeah, it's like, a lot. Well, it's a lot of competition because you see your friend getting a bunch of likes on something that he posted, whether it's his food or something like that. They go, well, I better do that because everyone else is commenting and I feel like nobody's paying attention to me. And they all got that phone in their hands, so it's, all, you know, they're all just looking at stuff constantly. So then they go, I got to compete because this person's right. doing it. And then and then, then when they post their food and they only get eight likes and the other guy got 76, he's like, what the fuck's wrong with me? What did I do wrong? What, do, do these people not like me? It's a whole fucking crazy and thing. And then if you're a hot chick, you just literally have to do nothing and get a billion likes. It yeah. is unbelievable. They just post something like, just you know, they just love doing spiritual quotes. I do a joke about how they love to do spiritual quotes and then just show pictures of the butthole. And then everyone's like, 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 like a hundred thousand likes. Like I've always said, like hot chick followers on social media are like pesos. It takes like a thousand pesos to equal one real dollar. So like you're one, it take a thousand hot chick uh, followers to equal one of your follower. Yeah. Cause it's just not fair. And the inspirational quote, yeah, it's always the hot chick putting the inspirational quote, you know. And then their tits, and then these chicks just... Live, love, laugh. I'm like, you know, (laughs) my ex-wife had that one. She'd always post that, and then we had the sign hanging in the kitchen, and we were arguing one time. I go, we haven't haven't talked in three days. Three days. Live, love, laugh. (laughs) Nothing. I left a dirty fork in a sink. You haven't talked to me in 72 hours. Live, love, laugh. No. Did you just worked. read that over your shoulder, over my shoulder. What do you think happens? And we'll get into. It. Do you talk about any of that in your book? Yeah, yeah. Inspirational quotes, bad slang words. You know, everyone using whatever slang word is, and you're like, what? What is that? Yeah. Does it upset you when people call you out on like your? Does it ever go? Oh, really? That's all you got? When you're like, when it's like your? No, it's you apostrophe R E. Does that ever drive you crazy? Yeah, it does. I go okay, dude. Now you got nothing to say at this point. I just, I'm like, whatever, you know, and it's, sorry I didn't, you know, go over my tweets 17 times to make sure before I post it. Something, you know, as a comic, you that's what you do. You just write it down really quick. Yeah. You know what I mean? And scratch it down or whatever. I got an idea and you just post it. You're not good deciphering it. You're like, oh, I'm just going to send that out there. And that's how you do jokes, too. So. When's Twitter going to get an edit button? It's 2018, dude. Why can't I edit my tweet? I don't get it. People are like, well, then you can change it. I'm like, I can just erase it and put it back what are you talking about? Every other form of social media has an edit button. Why can't I, you know, you get a bunch of likes. You're like, fuck, I forgot to put that there. You're like, if I get rid of this, I get all, lose all those likes. And then you're like, fuck it, man. And then, you, you know, and then you post like, I'll, I'll, I'll fucking realize after three times editing that I still fuck something up. And so it'll be like, fourth time's the charm. I'm like, go fuck yourself. You're following the guy who, who flung first grade, dude. Can we just, you know, just go with it? Who picks on the special kid? When's it going to get that butt? I don't know. I, uh, you know, I don't really engage with people. 
usually I just do do promotion and stuff like that. Self promotion. You get in, you it. get out. Yeah, I just I I save my podcast. I do an hour podcast a week, and then you know I do my stand up. So you're getting enough. You know what I mean? I don't have to try to entertain you on Twitter too. Thoughts on Ari getting banned on Twitter? Yeah, what did he get banned for? He called somebody a retard or something? Oh, he threatened to uh, break into Burt Kreischer's house and kill all of his family. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I know Kevin Brennan just got banned, too, for... Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. And it's only people like white males, or like the right that seems to be getting all the banning. I constantly see... People on the left, like after this shooting, sometimes where they would bring up like false flags and all that stuff. And people be like, I hope you get shot and your whole family die. Like what? And then nothing, no, no bannings, no nothing of that. And it's just like, it's interesting who they're picking and choosing on who to ban on. on the oh social. yeah. And then they, they take away some tweets. Like they, they make them go away. Like if some conservative guy puts a tweet up and then all of a sudden it won't show up on his timeline, yep. only like 10 people will see it. When he has like 500,000 followers. Is that called throttling, Aaron? Do yeah. they call that throttling? That's when they edit it hardcore. Yeah. Well, and that's what's going to ultimately kill the, the uh, medium will be when you edit all the stuff. So before we get into stuff, because we kind of talked about this topic when we were touring together. We toured together Texas. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we got the tour with uh, uh, Chad Zumach, crazy person. Uh, I, we were all crazy. You're the most sane of the group that went on that. You were literally you on so? tour with three whack jobs. I felt. Why? You got your shit together. I do got my shit together, but I'm a crazy person. I'm a crazy person. Uh, Chad's a crazy person. <laughs> yeah. Chad's like, I'm sober. And at the end, he's like... <laughs> Okay. Brody's not crazy, run. man. Brody, Brody's not crazy. Brody is. Brody is a little. Cr- <laughs> I mean, dude, it was just fun to talk to him. So I felt like you guys kind of like bonded a little bit, you and Brody. I don't know Brody that well. You know, I, I've seen him a couple times here and there when I come to LA. We little small talk, but no, I love Brody. I've always liked him. I always like watching him on stage and stuff. So yeah, it was he was the one that I I knew the least. I've known you for a long time. I know Chad and stuff like that. So. It was great, man. I had a blast. I, I want to do more tours like that. When you I just, love it. You know, when you're in the business for a while, you want to just go tour with your friends and have fun. And you, a lot you, of times when you're on these shows, you don't know who you're going to be with. You don't know the opening acts, and you're just, like, stuck there on your board. We're fucking around. We're going to the Astros, checking out the stadium there, going to eat a barbecue and doing all that stuff. So, And we got to play some cool-ass venues. Like, the Friday night one was a little weird. We had to put that together at the last second, and we were well, outside. outside. yeah, yeah. On a, so that was the weird one. But the rest of them... We're like really interested. Like the, it's kind of cool. Like I felt like we were in some weird kind of like fight club, you know, where we'd like find these like kind of off the beaten path comedy clubs, like the Blind Tigers, like downstairs in like this weird ass like where everybody dresses like a character from a theme of well, yeah, a. The Blind Tiger sounds like an opium. The den. Blind Tiger, yeah, blonde. Blind. Oh, that's blind. Sounds, still sounds like an opium den. It is, well, dude, it, you, there could people could have OD down there at some point. It was like really shady. And that was the first night we packed that out, and then it was the secret group, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was in Houston. Yeah, that was, that's, a, that's great a great one. Venue, yeah. Now Reed Reed Baker, uh, who's the guy who's the owner, who was like really talking to us the whole time. He's actually opening for me and Eddie Bravo this weekend at uh, in Las Vegas at the L.A. Comedy Club. We're doing a tinfoil hat comedy night out there. Just lizard people and conspiracies. You can get those tickets at the L.A. Comedy Club dot com. So it's going to be a night conspiracy. So that's kind of cool. But that was a fun venue. And then we you know, I never got to play um, that that club that we got to play in Cap Austin, City. Cap City, and that was a lot of fun. That was, great. and I thought we did really good for a Sunday. I mean, you and I've been gigging. You've had a you know, 
you've had a bigger reach than me, you know, with the when you were on, you know, all the stuff you've done, you've nailed it, I'm sure. But for me, that Sunday was packed. I thought no, it was we a had like 160 Sunday. people on a yeah. Sunday night, Damn. which was good. At, you know, that was a that, yeah, they were the staff was even saying, wow, that's just this is great yeah, for a I thought it was great. So it was a fun, fun. Do you have any uh, dates you want to push real quick before we get into it? Um, well, I'm going to Vegas at the end of March, a place called Top Golf. They're doing, oh, they a, dude, that's a great story. That's kind of so cool. they got, I guess they got a comedy club there now. They're, yeah. they're starting to do it. So I'm doing it like March 30 and 31. Oh, they got a comedy can. club in the golf place? Yeah, I don't know. I've never been there before. Oh, that's awesome. But People love those Top Golf things. They just hang out. You're just firing golf all day, eating food. But the one thing we really wanted to do is uh, this uh, Sunday, February 25th, Jim is doing a book signing at one of the coolest places in L.A. I really love going there. I, I buy my books from their uh, Book Soup at 4 p.m. Uh, you can go to booksoup.com. Uh, I don't know if you got revert. Uh, are you going to be reading or just book signing? I'm going to do a little reading. Oh, and, that's great. Yeah, I did a reading in New York uh, a couple nights ago. How'd that so go? It was great. Did you get laugh? Is it weird? Like it is weird because you're you know you're not getting laughs like all the time. So I'm trying to pick out spots. And uh, I just read for a little bit of do the Q and A. My son actually brought me on stage. I'll show you the clip. I have it on phone. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Now so. is he uh, with you out here? Or is no, he, he couldn't come to L.A. He did some book signs with me. He has to sign every book too. So as we were driving around uh, doing the tour that we did, um, it was the Social Justice Warriors tour that people loved uh and we were in between us listening to uh brody stevens yell about alex jones and the truth and how hard it is to be a uh a white male from the 818 um <laughs> we were kind of talking i was like hey man i'd love to get you on the podcast and one thing you kind of wanted to talk about was like the 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 history almost of weaponized disease in particular aids and stuff like that you said you kind of had a thought on that and like what the your opinions on that? Am I, am I at, at all close on that? Yeah, well, the, the CDC is just a complete, most of the time it's just a complete scam. What the CDC all is? They, the C, uh, Center for Disease Control. They basically just fudge numbers to scare the public. Yeah, I mean, well, that's a whole thing that we deal with right now on this podcast itself is, you know, the real, you know, it's like when this shit happened in Florida, and I, I don't want to get too much into that, but what happened in Florida, you know, I, I, I always say the killer is in the house. You remember that old, like, the old psycho thriller where, like, you know, the, she'd answer the phone, like, have you checked the children? Right. And they're like, ah, and they hang up, and then the cops are like, the killer's in the house. And like, that is my whole opinion. Like, there are guys, people out there who we look to for support, and they, they are 100%. Their job is to drum up like drum up fear to justify whatever they're trying to get past or budget they're trying to get past. Yeah. Well, first of all, the, most of the school shooters are all heavily medicated. That's on 100%. And all the all, all side effects are, you know, uh, violence and all that stuff. And so, you know, and but they'll never, you can't call it out in the media because they'll go crazy because that's attacking the pharmaceutical companies. And God forbid you attack them. Oh, that's who signs their checks. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, CNN gets, you know, half their fucking advertising from the pharmaceutical companies. So there's no way they're going to have somebody on. They had, um, was it Robert Kennedy Jr.? The guy oh, yeah. Was, with the the messed up voice, whatever, yeah. yeah. And he he he's against vaccinations. He thinks they cause autism and they cause a lot of problems with kids with all that stuff. And that people went crazy. Like they get actually Tucker Carlson had him on on Fox because CNN won't even have him on. Tucker's even an just, interesting guy. I feel like he's reinvented himself a little bit. 
Like from when he was on, I think, CNN. Was he on CNN back I in the day? I think so, yeah, because he wore a bow tie yeah. back in the day. But no, he's pretty good. But but CNN would never have someone like that on because then you're going, wait a minute, then people might look into it a little. You know, if, if you look at it, you know, the vaccinations, they have a whole... Um, uh, you cannot sue a vaccination company if your kid gets damaged by a vaccine. Can you believe that? There's a pool. You cannot go after the vac. There's a pool of money that they put in every vaccination a, a kid gets. They put like a, a, a like two bucks into this pool, and that's where the money will come from if you get damaged if your kid gets damaged by a shot. So you can't go because the pharmaceutical companies go, "Hey, what are we going to do here?" They go, "Okay, then we're going to just set up a fund." And then when you go to court, if you win, you're not allowed to say what vaccination fucked up your kid. Wow, it's, it's a, unbelievable. It's amazing, dude. though. It is, and you know, so you got to so any with the school shooters getting back to that. Anytime you, you're going to look, and they, they said he was already heavily medicated. All this stuff, it's always that, but no one's going to go. Wait a minute, let's look at that instead of the gun or whatever it is. So it's just humble, and it's so blatant, and nobody like I have this whole theory, dude. That television is just a shell game. And it, like the people who own all the channels also own everybody who's advertising on the channels. And that's why I don't think ratings matter. And I say it all the time, but I really don't. I mean, like, yes, for every, like, you have a Nike on there or a McDonald's. But I bet you if you go far enough back into that shit, you'll find out that the people who own ABC, NBC, and all them probably own a chunk of Nike. Probably own a chunk of fucking uh, McDonald's and all that shit. So... That's why that that's the only way I can explain how Comedy Central and MTV operate the way they are where nobody's watching them. You're like, how are you still having a, a channel when nobody's watching? Unless it's all bullshit and they they don't care if anybody's watching. And it's just they'd rather get this message out of you need you need uh you need to buy uh these pharmaceuticals, you need to join our military. You know, you need to be this way, that way. If that's more important to them than anybody watching, they'd rather have the 10 people that watch MTV get this message drilled into them than they actually worry about whether it's going to spread. And I'm not saying like the people you know in television at the lowest levels, like the casting directors or any of these people are in on it. They probably really do believe that they need to get ratings. But the highest level... They just know it's like the people who are signing their checks are also the ones who are buying ad space. Yeah. No, you absolutely. I I can totally believe that. Yeah. Without a doubt. But they're all in bed with the pharmaceutical companies, so you're never going to get... You never get anyone calling out like, let's look. No one ever look. They just say mental illness, but they leave it at that. They'll never say, well, look what this was in this guy's system. Same with the Vegas shooter. He had had all this fucking, you know, antidepressant. What about Brittany Murphy, dude? She died... At 28 years old, they're like, died of a heart attack of natural cause. You're like, 28? You're having a heart attack? Makes no fucking sense at all. And they never talk about it. Because the things that are involved with these school shootings are Grand Theft Auto, those videos. It's the same thing. They're walking down, pegging people off. The pharmaceuticals and guns. Those are like billion dollars, if not trillion dollar fucking, you're never going to get anything to change. So the easiest thing to go after is de-arming the population. Mm -hmm. Yep. So you guys are a little bit older than me. Uh, You guys remember going through the AIDS crisis and whatnot? Yeah. What what was that like? Was it just like you can't fuck anyone? You just, people were dying? Like It was brutal because when, when it first came down, they started putting these reports out there that I remember. I'll never forget. It was MTV, like MTV back in the day. Like I don't know. This was probably Kurt Loader, late eighties, early nineties. They just had like the beach summit or whatever on the beach and all spring breakers and having these big like yeah Kurt Loader's ho- 
one out of every four male heterosexuals is HIV positive, and in two years, one out of every two is going to have AIDS. And, and we were like, holy shit. And then like a year later, Magic Johnson comes out and says, I have AIDS and I'm going to quit basketball. And they're like, wait a minute, this is crazy. And then he goes on Arsenio Hall. I'll never forget that. And he goes, he goes, look, man, I just want to let you know right now, I'm far from being a homosexual. So that is not the case. I caught it. I'm just saying it'd be protection. Wherever. And, it was, and I knew it was all bullshit. There's, there's, so now everybody's freaking out. Everybody's like, holy shit. I'm going through the list of every girl that I slept with that I didn't wear a condom. I go, oh, fuck. I don't know if I caught it from her or her. I'm going to die. I was already, I was, I was thinking about having a garage sale and selling my shit. That's how much fucked up I was when I watched that and Magic Johnson. I'm like, like, I got it. I I got it. Yeah, I go, I'm dead. And within a year, I'm dead. I got it. Without a doubt. I go, I'm trying to think, what am I going to do with my shit? Who am I going to give this to when I die? Who am I going to give that to? Right, right. That's how much they scared you. And then all this. Why do you think they were trying to scare you? What is your opinion on that? Um,. I think I don't know. You know, they always uh, probably they wanted people to wear condoms. They wanted people to have safe sex or not have sex at all. Do you think it was a, it was a gay disease that came out, a gay or blood transfusion? But they wanted to cover that up because if it was just a gay disease or blood transfusions, no one they, no one was going to care about it. Because back back then, you know, I mean, Reagan was the president. I guess what from eighty to eighty eight, he never mentioned AIDS once. Oh, he was actually quoted as saying, "Let him die." He well, was actually because yeah, because yeah, you know everyone. But it was no, it was a gay disease. But right. you couldn't come out and say it was a gay disease because then no. No one gave money for it, and we're like, "Who cares? It's gay people. We don't care about them." That's how much hatred you there had was. to get. White women. The key to every great mass hysteria is including white chicks. Okay, and that's my opinion. With this political correctness that's going on, with the pay gap, wage bullshit myth that women get paid seventy cents on the dollar, you had to create that to get white women involved. Because if you told me there was something out there that was not affecting white women and white, and we're talking in the seventies, eighties, when it wasn't the civil rights that it is now, you're talking to me that you, that won't affect this majority of people who are part, who have all the money and all the power. They wouldn't care. You had to create this thing that gets them to go, oh, man, if I fuck this weird chick, I could get this. And this chick's thinking, oh, dude, if you don't wear condoms, we're going to all get a and freaking the fuck out. Right. It, so it real and it, it became, you became more moral, too, because, you know, like if I cheat on my girlfriend and fuck this girl and don't wear a condom, then I might bring it home to my girlfriend. I might catch it from her. And then I'm going to give it to my my innocent girlfriend who I love. And I can't believe I cheated on her. So I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. So it just screwed up everything. So everybody freaked out at, at the time. And then slowly it started coming out like, well, wait a minute, where are all these male heterosexuals? Where, what's go, who, who's going down first? Yeah. What rock star is going down? Is it Slash? Is it David Lee Roth? Is it all the guys that fuck a lot of girls that you know that are womanizers? All right, your friends. I know guys you know that were in bands and just in Florida that I grew up with were sleeping with five, six girls a week. I'm like, he's not going down. What's going on? No, everyone's getting tested. Everyone out and got tested, and no one had it. Well, the ones who did die, there were like there was obviously Freddie Mercury was a big one, gay. But then there was ones of the guy from Rat that died, but. There's a good argument. It's either a blood transfusion. Like, I know, I think there's two female comics out there. I know April Macy's one of them that her grandparents died of it because of a blood transfusion. Yeah, because, you know, everyone was given blood at the time. They weren't testing the blood. And, they, yeah, a lot of innocent people got it from a blood transfusion. God damn. 
Um, the guy from Rat died. No, that right? no, wasn't. No, it wasn't. He died from um, something else. It wasn't AIDS. There was a guy, for, the singer of this band called Badlands, a metal band that had it, but that was IV drug use. Yeah, and shooting, that's another thing. Like, you know, like I, I'm in a lot of twelve step programs, you know, and I, I go to these meetings, and one of the meetings I went to, it's all gay guys, and they all shot. They all shot. H, they shot intravenous meth. They were all fucking. What's it called when you shoot it? It's like speed, speedballing, speedballing. Right. They were all speedballers. They were taken in the butt, and they're all speedballers. And now that you know that giant, like why Mike Pence was the governor of Indiana, a giant epidemic of heroin abusers all got like HIV because they were all sharing needles. Like the drug, the, the the disease itself is so delicate. That if it hits air, it dies. So it's something that has to be like injected into you. Like there's one guy that said he got it from giving a blowjob. But I mean, I guarantee you, if you really went deep in that guy's life, yeah. he was either shooting it or taking it in the butt. Yeah. Yeah. The ghastly disease AIDS burst upon the scene in the early 1980s. That it seemed to appear out of nowhere has sparked multiple rumors regarding its origin and path of destruction. Rumors about AIDS includes claims that it was an out-of-control germ warfare virus created by its handlers, a.k.a. the CDC, uh, put into fluoride by drinking water, which we know is not possible now. But uh, they also said it was spread by specific ethnic groups like Haitians. Well, you know... Back in the 80s, this is when they're talking about I sent you... I don't know if you saw the Mm -hmm. flyers I sent you, but there's a couple famous instances where they think that the it was actually spread by the government and there's two like flyers that are put out that people say that there was like hey man get your uh hepatitis b vaccinations which i don't even know if there is a vaccination for hepatitis b. i know you can get hepatitis there is. b yeah. that's the one through iv and sex because mm-hmm. they wanted to give that to my son when he was born like he's he's out of he's out of the womb for like <laughs> fucking two minutes and they go i go no they, i go that's for IV and and sex, yeah, yeah. I go no, he doesn't. He goes no, but we just give it now. It's just easier to get away. I go, he's not. Oh, he's not getting it. No, nope. you know, we'll get it later. He's not. Um, he's not. Pl- he's he not going to be shooting now. drugs. And he's not going to be banging chicks. So. Right. Did right. They, did they ask to chip your child to put the GPS RFID chip into him? No, I right. didn't. I didn't uh, hear about that. Where, no. Was he born in New York? Uh New Jersey. Okay, because in California, it's one of the first things they ask you as soon as he's born. Do you want him chipped? RFID, which is a radio frequency identification chip, so that you can GPS your kid in case something happens, like you do with your dogs. So yeah. I don't know when they're going to start doing that East Coast, but that's crazy. Though. That's that is crazy. But can you can you see the yeah, flyers um, I sent you? Yeah, I sent you two flyers. That was from a recent one. But what you're talking about is the government. There's people that insist the government deliberately injected gay men with the virus during the 1978 hepatitis B experiments in New York, San Francisco, and Los Angeles. And these are the biggest gay communities at the time. When this epidemic broke out in 1981, they basically saw that this was affecting homosexuals and African-Americans. So people are like, the CIA created this shit because God hates fags and God hates blacks, right? Yeah. And that's what the man hates too, right? Yeah. 1981. I mean, like we look at the Tuscanini experiment. I mean, they basically got busted allowing young, I mean, black the black community to just just get syphilis and not treat it. They just want to see what happened when you didn't treat syphilis and they just let it fucking go. I mean, that there is a history of this shit. Yeah. 
Even today, the conspiracy theory has a number of high-profile believers. South African President Thabo Mabiki once touted that the theory disputing scientific claims that the virus originated in Africa and accusing the U.S. government of manufacturing the disease in military labs. Oh, I mean, if you look at Jesse Ventura, you know, I think, did, did we talk a little bit that, about him on the trip? Uh, yeah. He put out a book, you know, there's a famous, a couple famous congressional Senate hearings where they talked about militarized uh, disease, uh, creating a disease that there was no known vaccine for or cure right before the uh, AIDS came out. Right. And, you know, they, in Africa at the time, they were saying Africa, you know, 50 percent of the male heterosexuals have it and they're all dying. All these people are dying. But they put it all under the AIDS category because like if it's over and out because I always said I'm like, OK, if it's if it's so prevalent over in Africa and, and hetero, male heterosexuals are getting it from females just from straight sex, how come it's not over here yet? Why is it over there, but it still hasn't come over here? All it takes is one guy to get on a fucking plane and bring it over oh, here. That always happens, too. But it, but it never happened. And so anything, any other, you know, the water over there and all the conditions that people live over there because they're in poverty, they were just putting all under the under an AIDS death to, to promote those numbers. Like, look what's going on in Africa. It's coming to the United States. You guys better fucking wear condoms. Yeah. You better be careful. It was all bullshit because I'm like, no, it's all these other deaths for drinking the fucking shitty water or doing whatever or having a stomach virus and you can't, you know, there's no, you can't cure that over there because you're living in a hut and that, they put that under an AIDS death and it was all bullshit. Yeah. But that's what the CDC, they, they fudged those numbers, scared the shit out of everybody and then after a while you realize, oh, wait a minute, these no one's dropping. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know, my mm -hmm. friend that that's fucked, you know, 350 girls were out of condom. It was in a band in Florida in the last three years. He, he has nothing. Yeah. How do you know it's 350? Does he do you yeah, have he a keeps tricker count. on he your keeps fucking count. house? Oh, yeah. He calls you. I stopped counting at 200 in the early 2000, early 95. I wow. think around 200. Damn. I stopped counting. Those, those are Hall of Fame numbers. So, I mean, if you back in the day, triple five, I stopped counting. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you had 290, you, you definitely, you could, you know, you might not be a first ballot Hall of Famer, but you'll get in. I'm cool. You'll get in. I'm fucking cool, dude. I think I've had sex with like eight women. In your life? Yeah, 37. Doing pretty good, huh, guys? Yeah, well, that's, uh, you know, that's, he's a utility player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? He's yeah, good quality. for the team. He's You're not the guy that's been in the minor <laughs> leagues for about 15 years and finally get one call up. Quality, not quantity. Right? Yeah, no, uh, quality, quantity. <laughs> when you're young, just I tell everybody, bang everything that moves, dude. So, but they, but they've always been. The CDC's always been. Now, now it's general wars because now people aren't. My my nephew's like twenty seven. He's like, I remember a couple of years ago, you wear a condom when he tells me he slept with a girl. He goes, no. I go, what about AIDS? He goes, he's like, what? He's like, what is that? Like laughing. Like that that generation <laughs> doesn't even think about it. So now they say, how do uh, you know if you get general warts, you're gonna get cancer. You know what I mean? So that's what it is throwing out there. Now, if you get if you get general warts, you're going to get mouth or you go down on a girl, you're going to get mouth cancer and you're going to die and you better get a shot because this is, you know, everyone's dying and all this shit. Believe. How many guys have eaten pussy and how many guys? And even if you get mouth cancer, yeah. Well, Meanwhile, Michael Douglas put that only put that out because he put out the Liberace movie. and He's like, just to get the straight. I've been eating this girl pussy so much. I know. I got a fucking disease in my mouth. Yeah, he took it in the ass a little too good. He it, it, he only had to do one take on that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I'm just going to do a little just, oh, it's oh, it's in. It's in. A little too easy. It's in. Uh, I 100%. I do believe there is a desire to either. Uh, I do believe that at the highest levels, <coughs> there is a desire to either 
decrease the population or stop the like I mean cuz uh, like the the explosion in the population everybody I know is pregnant. Mm-hmm. Everybody's pregnant right now. They're just popping kids out left and right. And I do a joke about it. every time I see a pregnant chick, I think that's another person in the 405. There's so many people. It's true. They're like slow pump the brakes, pump the brakes. That's what we're here for. Um yeah, that definitely could um it, I li- I do like it, even though I could see through it when they come out like, you know, there's a 160% increase in gonorrhea in the last six months. And people are like, holy shit, that's back. You know, it's all bullshit. Maybe there was five cases because they were at an orgy and some one person had it and they gave, you know what I mean? What it, so it'll skew those numbers. But it does scare people into wearing protection, which is good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, you know, if you're just going to knock people, chicks up and they're going to have the kid and then that you're not going to be involved in that kid's life, that kid's going to be fucked up for the rest of his Crazy, life right? and all that shit. So it is good that people actually wear protection. Yeah. I, so if I, you're going to scare them that way, I got no problem with it. But you just know those numbers are fucking, you know, are, are way too high and are completely fudged. Yeah, there was some crazy. My friend Brett Gilbert used to do a joke about every two seconds uh, somebody gets. Pre- and it's like this crazy number that when you actually add them up, it makes no sense. Right, or one out of three people have herpes, and if you're in a room with three, one of you have it. Really, I don't know. I've been in a room with like fifty people, and nobody has. Yeah, it. Well, yeah. well, well. How do you know? Do you just go around expecting nuts? Yeah, I know. D- yeah, there's three hundred fifty people in America. You know, in America, yeah. Uh, I'm sure, my, yeah, I'm in the room, my mom, my grandmother, <laughs> and I know I don't have it. I'm going to tell you something, though, dude. It's it's a very famous, like, the older, like, the older generation that was kind of the, 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 the fucking, not the baby, I guess the baby boomers, because they were the, like, the, the, the free love generation, but a lot of them have herpes, man, had, and that's why it wasn't a big deal, because they were all banging, like, you know, it's very big in fucking senior citizens' homes. They're all just fucking each other. I think that's a lie. I think that the diseases are a lie in the senior I think they are fucking, but I don't think, you know, they're just throwing it out there. Like, don't let your grandparents fuck. Why? I don't know why. <laughs> well, I, why not? Fuck. Exactly. Blast away and grandma. I can't wait to live in a retirement That's a dead home. end. That's a whole new fucking, you know, I, that's a whole new league for me. You know what I mean? You know, someone said grandma porn is one of the biggest downloaded porns on Pornhub. <sighs> Right? Who's counting? Who's doing the tallying? Oh, I'm sure Pornhub does. Pornhub has like little abacus for yeah, granny porn. Yeah, I mean, porn. like they, they, they know who's watching what. That's well, their job. Well, when we say AIDS, that's what everyone uses as the go-to, like, scariest disease you could ever Real get. Real quick before right? we get into this. Okay. Do you think they'll cure it? Or do you think they're going to keep people guest, uh, like, patients for the rest of their lives? Because whoever cures it is going to go down as one of the greatest scientists of all time. I personally think they have the cure. I just think they don't want to use get it out there because they like having People customers sick. for the rest of your yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, um, taking a million different medications for it. Like I always, when a new disease comes out, what I go, it might take up to fifteen. It's going to take at least fifteen years to find a cure. What if some guy is just in a lab and he comes up with a cure? Why is it going to take fifteen years? But like, how do you know that already? Somebody could just add, I don't know, fucking mix up a potion, go, you know what, and shoot it. This thing actually works. So I think there will be, I mean, I know there's like medic, I think Charlie Sheen says this shit out there where it completely be gone from your system. Well, I, you know, I HIV, do have so. friends who have it, like some people in my life from the 12-step programs. Right. And they will tell you that they get tested and they have zero, it doesn't come up at all. Like right. their system's clean. But they had it, you know, and I don't I've asked him, does that mean you could give it to somebody? And he goes, I don't think so. I mean, I forget what he's the yeah. exact thing, but I'm like, does that mean you can trans give it to somebody? 
I don't. I don't know. Probably. I don't think they'll cure it. I think the reason they say 15 years is because maybe that is pharmaceuticals. Like, okay, we're gonna run this out for 12 years because you go to Japan, dude. They have amazing technology that we don't have because the the corporations who control everything, like they slowly release the technology so they can make a lot of money on yeah. each step. It yeah. was when Peyton Manning, the football player, had a, a neck injury. They said he was never going to play again. He went to a bunch of doctors here, and he's like, someone told him about this doc- oh, doctors over in Germany that do this special surgery. where and, and the next year, he was a fucking MVP. He had the best year in his career. Yeah. And they thought he was never going to throw a football again. They have it over there. So if you have the money, you could fly over to Germany. A lot of uh, athletes do it now. Yeah. Do you think Peyton Manning has AIDS? Uh, no, but he's, he <laughs> could be missing a chromosome. He does. Well, dude, he's a, he's one of those guys that his public persona does not match who he really is. Like he's a great marketing guy. Like they have like all American Peyton Manning, man. He just wants to throw balls to white kids, you know? And that's like, that is like, you really learn about him. Like dude, scumbag. Dude. No, I like, know you, you know, exactly. And that's why I always would call. I, first of all, I hate his commercial. So whenever he's in a commercial, people this, think he's a little, people think he's funnier than he really is. Yeah. He's not. I mean, he thinks and like Peyton just takes that script and makes it his own. I go, yeah, I could tell because it stinks. Yeah. Yeah. As he's, he's forcing a, he's like interns to lick his nuts. Yeah. You know, it's just like, a fan, and they, like it was so funny because I uh, one of my favorite uh, people on ESPN is Michelle Beal. I think she's wonderful what she does. But you know, um, ESPN gets this fucking narrative, and uh, you know they had the one guy that uh, who played uh, who like beat his girlfriend, and and that's awful. Beats his girlfriend, and then he got a job with the Dallas Cowboys. He was a lineman. Hardy, I think, was his yeah, name. Yeah. And, like, ESPN was going nuts. How can you hire this guy? He's done this to women. And, and like, why the same time? Like, celebrating Peyton Manning and Kobe Bryant. Right. And I go, why why are you destroying this dude? Which, he's wrong. But, you know, he paid his time. He did his thing. But you're just giving a parade to Peyton Manning and Kobe Bryant who, like, one dude was basically convicted of it. He had to pay his, not convicted, but he had to pay his way out of it. Why is that okay? No, yeah, because in that trial, the Kobe trial, it was ready to, you know, almost went to and went to jury, and they, he just paid her off. Yeah. And, and the trial was over. Yeah. I mean, just the hypocrisy of that whole thing. And but, then Peyton Manning, there was a masseuse in college giving him a massage, and he took his balls out and put it on her face and did all the shit. She made him eat his butt or yeah, some shit. Yeah, like he was that. sticking his ass in her face and stuff. So, um, yeah, I don't know, but... Um, where were we? I don't even know. We're getting into this, but I, I asked you if we thought there was going to be a cure. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I mean, like, what's his face when Red Hot Chili Pepper says he doesn't have hep C anymore because he, he had the blood work done and they got out of his system. Yeah, I think I if you have enough money, I think either Magic Johnson never had it and he cut a deal with them. They're like, if you do this, we, you'll be a billionaire by this time because we're going to do all this shit with you. Or he got that magic sauce. And they, he doesn't have it Something anymore. shady went down with Magic Johnson. I don't know For if he sure. ever had it, without a doubt. He was definitely not 100% heterosexual. I don't, I don't buy that. I don't buy that. No, no. My- so if he did get it, he didn't get it from his wife or some a groupie he slept on the road. There's no way. I heard about some, you know, allegedly some parties, you know, everybody... Guys, guys, girls, girls, mixing it up, whatever, Just with him. Just so, cooks, turn off the lights, stick holes in meat shit. Yeah, that um, kind of shit. So... Um, I, I, I don't think I don't know if he ever had it because he never showed signs. He never lost weight. He always looked oh, yeah. amazing. 
you know, and he put on muscle mass. And eventually at some point, especially when he got it back in the early 90s, you you know, you had about five or six years, you start losing weight, this and that, and this and that. And he never, never showed one sign of it ever. Yeah, he yeah. got those good aids. That's a joke that comedians have. I want the Magic Johnson. A very famous story that was told to me by a comic named Sergio Love that right out, because he was in Vegas forever. And Sergio Love was one of those guys that you're like, why didn't this guy blow up? You know, and he's just... You never know, but he was telling because I think he liked the party and bang. You know, I've seen some amazing comedians' careers just get derailed by chasing chicks, and uh, I think that he was one of them. But he's a wonderful comic, wonderful guy, and he told me a story that right after Magic Johnson told all that shit, you know, and this guy was a really good-looking black guy, hung like a horse, you know, and would be called into these parties. We'd come hang out, and he said he was at this party, and he goes. I was at this party, and Michael, I mean, Magic Johnson walks out, buck naked, buck naked, sh- shine on his dick. Sh- with what? With a shine on his dick, meaning he just had, had sex, and it just like it, he just, bumped, like, right after it. And he's like, I don't think he ever really had it. Oh, you mean after he made the announcement, he's at a party, and he comes out of a room fucking somebody? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. You know, yeah, because his wife didn't get it, and you know, if, if you if you got it, and you you know, with cu- shooting cum in them, and then the, they had a baby on the way. I guess she was pregnant at the time. She never got it. The baby didn't get it. So I don't know, but you know, he's still you know he's still about three mo- more years in his career. So wh- I'm just, it was weird how he just retired like that. Did he not have it and just go, hey, you're gonna make you a billionaire? If you just I mean, dude, look now? at all the money he's made. I mean, like he made money talking when he couldn't talk. I mean, like, I have these people that I go, they made deals with devils. Snoop Dogg, someone I think he made a deal with them at the very high level. Now he's doing, like, Snoop Dogg. I have a porn line. I have a weed line. I also, I'm on the Kids' Choice Awards. I have a cooking show with Martha Stewart. You know, it's like things that just don't make sense. Magic Johnson, just this giant fucking dude. You know, it's just like, oh, you've gained weight. You look like you're in health. You're hot. You know, it's just weird. maybe maybe he did want to retire. Maybe it's like he had enough. There's been guys that retired in their prime. So maybe he did. Maybe he said, yeah, and this offer came along. Like if you be the spokesman and say it's a male heterosexual disease and you can go out and speak and people are going to listen to you because you're not going to listen to some doctor tell you. You get, you're just going to scare the shit out of the public and people are going to be safe and, you know, crazy. have morals all of a sudden and not do all this crazy stuff and be worried. And, you know, so. And we'll give you a billion dollars eventually. We'll give you a billion dollars and, you know. And you get AIDS. And you get AIDS. Or you don't have it. You just tell everybody that and you pull your wife aside. You have her sign this with a couple fucking dudes around her going, hey, I'm going to say this. It's not real. But if you tell people these dudes are going to show up. Right. Crazy. So, I mean, the pandemic, the epidemic of the AIDS started in 81. And since then, they say it's estimated 35 million deaths, which is a lot of people That's dead. That's a lot of people. That's 100% lying. <laughs> That's you think more. so? Yeah. 100%. I'd is, say maybe. Where's the bodies? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just saying. No, they fudged that number. I would say maybe, if I had a guess. Globally, too. But because they're throwing Africa in there, and, it, mm-hmm. and, and it's not the case over there. They're saying all male heterosexuals get it from a female by just having straight sex, and that's not that's not how it's transmitted. There's been there's really been no documented case if you really dig deep of a male heterosexual getting it from having sex with a girl, 
having vaginal sex with a girl. They've never never got it. No one's from a blowjob. None of that bullshit. A woman could get it from a guy, intravenous drug user. I don't know. I think around some blood maybe or she gets it in the ass or something like that. But there's never been a case of a male heterosexual getting it from a female through vaginal sex. Never. So I think there's, that number is more maybe two to three million because a lot of people that that a lot of the gay community did get hit hard in the beginning. You, you know, think be, maybe it was twenty million gay guys? Oh, I mean, oh, since the eighties? No, I, but I did thirty five because they're putting Africa in there. It's saying worldwide. Okay. Global, they, yeah, and, and that's all bullshit. So uh, I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking two to three million. Two fu- tinfoil hat like a motherfucker. I, I like love it. it. So one disease could wipe out as many as a hundred million dead or more. This sounds like a horrifying dream, but it comes from the information of Tedros Adhanom, the director general of the World Health Organization. Tedros at the World Government Summit in Dubai. This is a quote from him just this past year. This is not some future nightmare scenario. This is what happened exactly 100 years ago during the Spanish flu epidemic. A devastating epidemic could start in any country at any time and kill millions of people because we are not prepared. So... What he's talking about is in 1918, full on. Um, so, yeah. So this number yeah, is. It, back in 1918, the Spanish flu, it was one year. It killed 50 million people. That's fucking worldwide. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, it definitely could have. I don't know. But I just know every this year there, are, there have been some flu deaths with like kids and stuff like that. There's some weird strain out there. It yeah. rarely comes out. But every year they say 20,000 people die from the flu. In the winter, and it's all bullshit. It's not. It's old people that get pneumonia. They throw them under the flu category. It's oh, young kids. Oh, dude, or I love this. So they throw, they all throw it under there. They go, holy. So you better go get your flu shot. Look, you can go through a drive-through. McDonald's is doing them through the drive-through. You know what I mean? Get your flu shot. Get your flu shot. And they, they put it under this window of twenty. Meanwhile, hmm. it's maybe like you know, four hundred, five hundred. An elderly woman gets the flu. Yeah, absolutely. A, a, a suppressed immune system. A little baby gets the flu. Yeah, that could definitely happen. But they throw it under this window where tw- they say every year they say twenty thousand people die from the flu, and it's all bullshit. This year, people did die absolutely from yeah. the flu. Did you? I think it's up to like you know two hundred or something like that. That re- real deaths is like six year old kids in. New York, well, because it was a real, itself. like, this flu was, like, different than flus in the past. And someone said something to me that I thought was really interesting. It's like, did you notice everybody got that flu after that weird, like, SpaceX thing was in the sky with the blue? You remember the bl- that was over L.A. and everyone, and they saw it all the way in Arizona? Everyone's like, holy shit, what is that? And, like, people were, like, freaking out. You ever seen this, like, a sci-fi alien thing <laughs> where everybody goes on their balcony and they just watch and then the aliens, boom, hit? Like, everybody was doing that. But after that, everybody got sick. Like, everybody got sick. Like, really sick. And I just thought that was pretty fucking... I mean, like, it's such a coincidence that this, like, flu that no one's ever seen. Like, I got, I got the flu three times. I got it, cured, felt better, got, left my house, boom, went right back down. And then I had it like, that's why I had to cancel with you the last time, was I got like super sick, man. Yeah. I couldn't get out of my bed. Right. So do you get flu shots or do you get your son, anything no. like that? No, Are you against vaccines? Um, no, I just you spread them out. I don't believe in like getting eight at one time in a, in a two-year-old. You know what I mean? Even yeah. as an adult, if you say you're going overseas somewhere, some weird country, you got to get them. And they go, okay, there's eight eight different things in here. We're going to shoot in your arm. I'm like, wait a minute. Why? You're going to put all of that, that fucking combination in me? Yeah. Crazy. Like, 
So, I mean, since we're talking about things that have killed lots of people, this one right here, it hasn't gone away. The Black Death. This the is Black Death, not the Black Plague? The Black Death, Black Plague, that's the same thing. But Not like Swedish metal, Black Death? I wish. <laughs> so in the 13th, Cradle of filth. Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. In the 1300s, it's noted as one of the worst pandemics recorded in history. It killed 25 to 30% of the inhabitants of Europe, North Africa, and the East, like Middle East. Now, now I'm going to say you think that's bullshit. 50 million is what they say. I don't know. Probably It probably is, but I don't, I don't know. I can't. Right. I don't know what was going on. The medicine wasn't that good back then. The medicine wasn't that good. Doctors and all that stuff. You know, we got good care, get people into a hospital quick, take care of them, so... Remember when they thought you had a headache or, like, they put a fucking hole in your skull to release the demons? Lobotomy. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, just, yeah, these numbers are, you're right, dude. I mean, there is something to it, dude. But I think disease probably moved a lot quicker than, uh, especially when you didn't have refrigerators or running water oh, yeah. and stuff like that is, like, no filtration system. Yeah. All that shit, I think it was probably much easier, especially when everyone's going to see wenches and brothels. It was much easier to spread shit around, you know? What was that disease that uh, a few years ago everyone was freaking out over? Ebola, mad cow. H1N1? H1N5? Was it Ebola? It was Ebola? What was the, the one? one that, remember the woman was on a plane and she flew to yes. Ohio and Ebola. she was in the, fl- it was Ebola, okay. Yeah, and then the guy, supposedly someone had had it, went bowling in Queens and then he was in New York City and people were freaking out. I go, no one is going to die from this. And everyone's going, oh my God, they were in a bowling alley and what, what? he took the A train at 8.15 I, and, and everyone's freaking out. I go, I go, watch, I go, what? Nobody is going to die from this. Nobody's going to catch it. That plane, we got to take it out of service. All bullshit. The florist, the woman went in the florist in Ohio, they had to shut that. All bullshit. Nobody Do you remember died. when the guy was in Europe and he got a disease and he was supposed to get married a week later or like a couple days later. So he broke out of the hospital and flew home and everyone's flipping out. And I'm like, this guy would rather start an international incident than piss off his chick. That's how much guys are afraid of women. They're like, fuck it. Y'all get the black death. I'm not going to yell that by this chick. And that's true. And then nothing came from that, that guy, either. That guy sounds like he's really pussy whipped. Yeah, I'd be like, bitch can't make it. Yeah, the b- I got black death. The bacteria, the bacteria responsible for the Black Plague made the top list for Tier 1 of bioterrorism agents. This is alongside anthrax, Ebola, which we just talked about, and smallpox. So Japan, this is back during World War II, uh, spread plague-infected fleas in certain parts of China during World War II, uh, and the U.S. and the Soviet Union considered spreading plague bacteria as an aerosol during the Cold War. So... The Black Plague has always been in our mind to use ever since we knew that it can kill millions. Well, I mean, like, chemical weapons are basically sarin, all that spreading, that, that, those chemicals. Mm-hmm. That's, I could see they could do with the disease, too. It's like, it's unbelievable what scientists will develop for uh-huh. a paycheck. You're like, do you ever think that maybe this might be turned around and used on me? Like this crazy, whether it's these robots they're making or this fucking chemicals that they're making the blast, like bad guys. Like what's going to stop for them to turn around and use it on you? So check this out since you're speaking of bad guys. Yeah. Himmler, the head of the SS organization that controlled the police force and concentration camp system, ordered the creation of the Etymological Institute at Daku concentration camp. 
Daku is a concentration camp that yeah. nobody talks about. It's a gnarly one. The Institute appears to have worked with fleas, and the, the Nazi researchers oh, conducted God. horrific experiments infecting prisoners with malaria and other diseases. Oh, so, right? That's my, like, I know what you're getting into, and I'm scared shitless of that. Full on. Uh, the U.S. had an offensive bioweapons program supposedly until 1969, and then they discredited it. Yeah. They don't stop any of that. No, they def- definitely still do. Look, look at the the two cases. Look at uh, the Gulf of War was in 91 or whatever like that. All the shots they gave because they thought Saddam was going to shoot sarin gas and all those, these chemical weapons, and it fucked up all the soldiers. They came back. They had all these diseases. They were, I know a bunch of dudes that were in Like, dude, I, after I got that shit in me, whatever they, they gave us, they gave us these shots. He goes, I came back. Their immune systems were all fucked up. Then talk about 9-11. The EPA is like, no, you can, you know, clean up at, at this uh, site there. The air, air quality is perfect. It's fine. And look at how many people have died from cancer. Yeah, police, they all got asbestos. Police, all of these guys, you know, a million guys died of cancer. 36, that, 35. That guy who, no, the air is fine. It's, we tested it. It's 100% fine. All like, bullshit. What are they going to tell you? You know, it's like, you got to think, would they tell you it was shitty? Like, what are they going to tell Like, their whole thing was like, traumatize people then try to get people as quickly back to life as they can yeah they really should have just quarantined that place off for whatever until two three months before they can clean up was what they should have done that guy yeah. who owned uh uh the, the the world trade center he needs to be uh he's a piece of shit he's a piece Do you know that was the only day he didn't go to work he just bought that like a year before or like six months before the whole thing. It was the only day ever him and his entire family didn't go to work. Hmm. It was a nice day. It was a nice day. You know, it was. They maybe want to get That's one why more. They they want, get, maybe all, they wanted to get one more beach day in. Dude, every yeah. time I watch those videos, I go, dude, not a cloud in the sky. So check this out. Nearly all infectious diseases that scientists now know today originate in animals. HIV began in chimpanzees, SARS in Chinese horseshoe bats, influenza in aquatic birds, such as H1N1, H1N8, I think they're at now. Uh, at some point, the animal pathogens jumped the species barriers to humans, an event disease experts call a spillover. But emerging diseases of tomorrow may have a bioengineered spillovers originating in laboratories. Yeah! So what I'm talking about is Skynet, a.k.a. Google. So, Verily, the life sciences arm of Google's parent company, Alphabet. Google is owned by a company called Alphabet. Really? Remember that shit, because you're going to see it in the future. They have created well, rope. Say that one more time. You're going to see stuff pop up about Alphabet more and more. What, uh, what do you, that's the name of it, Alphabet? Alphabet is a parent company that owns Google. Oh, and you've never known Google. that. Yeah. Oh, dude. Right? So, that's why yeah. I'm telling you. The, I bet you Alphabet owns all these, a bunch of these banks, but, and it's all this fucking weird, yeah. like just this weird fucking, oh, yeah, yeah, all ratings, yeah, blah, blah, blah. It's all bullshit, mm-hmm. dude. So what they announced is they has created a robot that raises about one million mosquitoes every week in an automated lab. What? All right. The reasons why is Verily announced its initiative to fight mosquito-borne diseases such as dengue fever and Zika virus. Oh, my God. All right. So the first uh, group of 20 million sterilized mosquitoes has already been released in Fresno County, California. That happened in 2017. In Why are they doing it in Fresno? Have you been to Fresno? Yeah. Shady as fuck, yeah. dog. Yeah. It's like, dude, the worst gig I ever played was in Fresno, California. It was called No Cover Free Pizza, right? And I walked in, and there was a disco ball going in the thing. And I'm like, people are trying to do that. I'm like, can you turn off the disco ball? He goes, if we turn off the disco ball, 
the, all the power goes out in the place. So everybody went up there, ate a dick. We get off stage, everybody's tweaking. Like, if you go to Fresno, you need a cattle prod. Just go, get the fucking meth heads away from you. <laughs> so check this out. Uh, the modified mosquitoes, such as those being re- released by Verily, are regulated by the EPA, coming under the heading of microbial pest control. Oh, dude, there's no way this is good. Robot drone insects, known as micro-aerial vehicles, or MAVs, are currently in deployment. So we're talking about robotic mosquitoes now. Hold on. They release robotic mosquitoes in Fresno? No, this is what they're, this is what they're moving towards now. Dude, now did the person who came up with this have a cat that he just fucking petted the whole time? Be like, why don't we release mosquitoes on Fresno? <laughs> like, what the fuck is that, dude? Well, check out these. These Mavs, which can be remotely controlled and is equipped with a camera and a microphone. It can land on you, and it has the potential to take a DNA sample or leave an RFID tracking nanotechnology in your skin. Because mosquitoes, the way that they inject you is they first hit you with, like, a numbing agent so you don't feel the prick, really, and then they inject you. So this is what they're recreating. So it can fly through an open window, or it can attach to your clothing until you take it home. You, this, these motherfuckers. Some real shit to these dorks, we should just kill scientists. We should just get all the nerds. Well, don't you? Th- I mean, that's, this, that's the whole theory behind it. Like, you know. Look at that. Does that scare you, dude? Look at that. To keep getting funding, don't you think they're going to keep throwing shit out there? Or the funding is going to keep coming in? 100%. That's why they don't so want. So that's always the theory, even with like climate control and, you know, a lot of other stuff. You know, like the th- you know they got to keep putting these reports. If they just say that, let's just say there isn't. Like, hypothetically, there's no. Global warming, there's no climate. Uh, well, are they going to come out and say that tomorrow? No, there's really nothing affecting it. Just, you know, make it's your cars better, ways. make it more fucking efficient and stuff, and we should be good. Without a doubt, dude. Do, would they do that? And then, no. okay, now you got, now that scientist has got a, you know, a house, a $400,000 house. He's got two kids in fucking private school, and he's got a wife, and he's got two Range Rovers in the driveway. Is he going to say that? Is he going to lose his job, or is he going to go, no, man, look what the fuck's going on? Dude, there is a real threat right now to holistic. Uh, doctors, and that's going to be another episode we we do. But there are doctors. Oh, they're who, they're dying. They're, all of a sudden, they're, they're ended it's up. It's been like what seventy. They ended up in a ditch. I know years. shit like that. The Suicide. car just smashed. Dude, it. I they know. say if you cure cancer, the U.S. economy will fucking crumble. It will collapse. Just think about that, dude. So there. I mean, I saw this lady. I need to get a hold of her. I need to find out who she is. But she basically said. She cured cancer in her friend, and she got a call going, if you cure cancer again, you cure someone's cancer again, you're dead. Right. We're going to kill you. And you've seen 70 holistic doctors die mysteriously. Yeah. Look, you've got to realize if a doctor comes out, let's just say a doctor says, look, I think vaccinations are really hurting kids. I think that's where these diseases are coming from, the, the autism. If, if one, you lose your license. So is that guy going to do it that's no. making 400000 that's yeah. got two kids and a wife, and he's got a mortgage? He's not going to say that. He's going to lose his license. So you got to toe the line and just go, I don't, I don't know nothing. I don't know nothing. Here, take this. I don't know nothing. Give you a shot. You know, the vaccination, the, the vaccine companies actually get a rebate every one they give out. Every doctor yeah. gives yeah. out. They get a rebate that comes back to them. So, of course, they're going to push them. And even smaller still, the United States, as well as Russia and China, are spending billions of dollars every year developing nanoweapons. Yep, nanoweapons. May 5th, 2017, North Korea claimed the CIA plotted to kill Kim Jong-un using a radioactive nanopoison. Did you hear about this? I mean... 
I mean, uh, Kim Jong Un like... killed his brother in a, a prank show. Yeah, yeah, with two like hot chicks went off yeah, the airport. Like, oh, right? Yeah, they're like, I give you this, yeah. <laughs> and then, but, uh, you yeah, know, no, no. yeah. Then on June 6, twenty sixteen, a headline read: "U.S. nano weapon killed Venezuela's Hugo Chavez." The U.S. offered no response. Of course, dude. He was saying that back mm-hmm. in the day. Well, so, look what they had. They tried to kill Fidel Castro. They had different things. They sent a, a girl in, like this call girl that poisoned him, and they sent some food. Some There's some crazy stories. that game plan. Lawrence Taylor. You remember when Lawrence Taylor oh, yes. was sending hookers to <laughs> the other hookers team? hookers the night before. Yeah. I would answer the door, yeah, too. Yeah, me, I'm too. Like, I found both. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So toxic nanoparticles are extremely effective as a poison because they are able to cross biological membranes and be readily absorbed by the body. And that's what he died from, some toxic, crazy-ass shit. Imagine billions of toxic nanoparticles released on an adversary's army, causing death and chaos almost instantly. Many not nukes. fair anymore. Yeah. It's just like, can we get back to where we just all march forward and hope we hope this all worked out? You remember that, dude? Yeah. Where a man could be a man, you'd fight. And you'd, you'd, In effect, killer insect nanobones nanobots could be the technological plague of the future so who knows uh, you right? know when i actually hear all this stuff and i go you know what i'm not that sad that i'm 45 i'm really not because it sounds like we're gonna live in a fucking insane world you know and i'm just like you know i, I look at like our, our lives right now and like what's going on in this world and it's like it's almost like an arnold schwarzenegger like like just everybody arnold schwarzenegger fought in a movie in the 80s is like going on right now you know like right. like computer war game you know killer robots the russians aliens you know everything just going on at one time it just seems like it's all coming together in some arnold schwarzenegger bukkake or something like that <laughs> so check this out when ebola black death or any other pandemic strikes there is already a plan for those series of legal actions oh this is a crazy thing most of these actions originate from various executive orders for example the executive order entitled revised list of quarantinable communicable diseases passed by former president george bush in april of 2003 allows for the apprehension detention and conditional release of individuals so if a plague breaks out they can swoop you up well, that's the whole thing with these uh, these uh, WalMarts that the government's taking over and fixing it, but not opening up. Well, you're talking about FEMA camps, right? Well, it's talking about, yeah, in a sense, we're leading towards there. Bush set it up so if something breaks out, they can grab you up. Obama took it even further. Yep, that's right. Black Jesus, this portion of the executive order to a whole new level. Obama granted his administration the authority to detain in any manner deemed necessary any person who demonstrates any degree of respiratory distress. So if you have asthma at, a, at an airport, they can just grab you and detain you forever. But nobody cares because it's a good-looking liberal you who mean, wants to pass it. The same guy to kick more illegal immigrants out of the country than any president combined? Yeah. That same guy? Oh, yeah. it's just... Yeah, drone strike to that everybody. Guy? Yeah, that drone strike and just killed innocent people in Yemen and all that stuff. A big wedding party. I remember that one that was like 30 people going to oh, the dude, wedding. There are wiped op- them out. There are open slave auctions. No apologies. Auction. Not good on TV. I'm sorry. We, made, we fucked up. Made a mistake. And then the numbers come out that like something 87% are all innocents that we've hit with no, drones. Yeah. We've missed 90% of drone strikes missed their target. That's a statistic for sure. And dude... Now they have open air slave auctions 
live in Libya because we assassinated Muammar Gaddafi illegally, throwing that whole area into just chaos. Mm. <coughs> I think we got to get, start wrapping it up. Fine. So a thinly veiled excuse to imprison political dissenters <laughs> who might cough or have someone heard them cough. When forced to transport a potential imaginary pandemic, patients may begin to occur. Relatively healthy people will be joining in to the death parade march to the FEMA camps. I mean, if everyone starts getting sick, wouldn't you rather go where no one's sick, right? Yeah. And if the FEMA camps are the only place left, then that's your option, right? I mean, uh, it's a trip. Who knows, really? Uh, I kind of think that maybe pandemic is the best way to control the population. Like, there's 10 billion of us now. How many more until we just tip the scales? We got to... We got to even it out somehow, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, people are dying every day, and kids are being born too. So. Yeah. You know, I don't know what the ratio is of that. Hmm. No. All the generation is dying off. New people are being born. It's always been like that. I mean. Yeah, I just wonder if maybe the new world order is here to save us from ourselves, and it's ah. Uh, you know, look, it, it fucks up. You know, Social Security and pensions and stuff like that. When can people all of a sudden can live to ninety or a hundred? So if you, you know, they don't want to keep you that healthy. Right. That they, the government's going to have to pay right. you for fucking 30 right. years. Right. And your pensions and all that shit as long as you live. So that that could, you know, that could be an issue where they don't want you around too long. No, I, 100 percent. Dude, no, this whole notion that people want to live forever. So when, the, so when the, you know, um, you know, any uh, alternative doctors or anything like that, got you know, cures or anything like that, they don't want it out there if they don't want people living longer. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't think, for me personally, I would rather limit the people coming into the world than start chopping people off at the end of the world. I don't know if you've had a parent or grandparent pass away. Obviously, we all have, but, like, been in the process of dealing with that with hospitals. Yeah. You know, when Sarah Palin, and I'm not saying she's a good person at all. I think she's a crazy person. I mean, but, I mean, when she talked about death panels, you know, what she's talking about is a, a system in which when you're elderly go into the hospital, like at a certain age, you're like, okay, kind of wrap it up. Yeah. And they put them on numbing drugs and they basically starve them to death. And that's very sad to say, but it's the truth, man. So Dana has had, you know, her, her stepdad passed away. Her sisters passed away. Thank God that they had her in her life because and her mother, because she goes in there like a pit bull and doesn't put up with these doctors who are like <clears throat> train themselves to be very cold and <clears throat> excuse me and uh, and uh, just be like, time to go, time to go. They live. I mean, they this one woman, this one doctor said to my uh, to, to Dana about her mother. She lived a long life. She's lived a very long yeah. life. And you're like, this is my mom. I'm not going to sit here and let you fucking call the day on her. <laughs> and that's just the truth. So I think we need to limit. Whenever I see somebody with like five kids, I'm like, do you own a farm? Like, that's why you had five kids back in the day. Five, ten kids. Because you need to be able to work on the farm. <laughs> if you're living in a fucking studio apartment, you don't need ten kids. Five kids. You don't need it. It's just you don't. Right. Two at the most. Call it a day. I had one and got a vasectomy. Dude, and you awesome. had a great one. It's one and done. I'm like, I'm good. I hit the jackpot. I'm good. You got a boy that's funny. Damn, you rocked it. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. AIDS, Ebola, Black Death. Aaron, you know what time it is. Aaron, you want to come over? Can you talk over there now? 
Yeah, I have, I have a mic now. Yes! It's your song. The studio is complete. He you, just smelled his armpits your just to get ready right to rock. No worries. And I'm old. Aaron, thoughts? We can't hear you. I don't know if there's an entire conspiracy about keeping people sick. I think it's crazy to say that Sarah Palin was right about death panels. <laughs> Have you had any it's literally family? end of life counseling was was what was in Obamacare, not not. Well, do you have you pass. had to deal with that? Of course, you've had to deal with elderly people. You've been in there with the doctors, talking to doctors. Yeah, and they were <clears throat> all right. It's like I've a dog. Seen... Like sometimes you you what you will do to keep them alive will be will put them in more pain than they are if you just let them go. Hmm. It's uh, more humane. I've seen I've seen it not like that, uh, so I guess it's a different you know, a difference opinion. This is your time, so I'll be quiet. <laughs> um, oh, sh- you God, you you mispronounced something so funny earlier. Oh, the Tuskegee experiments. Tuskanini? Not the Tuskanini. That's a Tuskegee? that's a composer, I believe. <laughs> yeah, Tuskegee experiments. Hey, dude, I flunked uh, first grade. I'm doing the best I can. I'm glad you're in the corner, Aaron. <laughs> Yeah, awesome. Imagine if I had this spell out on Twitter. Oh, dude. You know what's so funny? I flunked first grade. The next year I came back, I nailed the spelling so well. I only got one word wrong the whole year. And since then, it's all been downhill. I've never been able to spell anything. <laughs> and I don't really give a shit. Exactly. Did you matter. write your own book? Like, yeah. you didn't have a, like, a, a writer help you? I had a book editor to help, like, just put it more in book form, but it was all written, yeah. Well, you're a fucking G, dude. I think no, I'm not. Believe me, I'm a fucking. You know, I, I don't know how to write either, but I, you know, I just wrote it the way I speak, basically. So, so you're what gigs you have coming up, real quick? Because I felt we well, it's kinda... the book. Everybody's awful except you. It's in stores now, wherever you can get it. Amazon, Barnes and Noble, it's out there. And I'm doing a book signing uh, Sunday, February 25th, 4 p.m. at Book Soup in L.A. All right, man. Well, I can't appreciate. I can't. Thank you enough for coming on the show. Absolutely, man. I felt awful canceling on you. I'm like, fuck, dude, this guy came out. Now, I know you didn't come for just my show, but you were out. But I think the world of you. I can't wait to do some more shows with you. Ryan, you put together a great show, as always. Ryan deals with a crazy guy all the time. Yeah. So the it's time. like at the last time, I'm like, oh, let's talk about AIDS. You want to talk about AIDS? Like, Two weeks I've been working on this fucking show. You didn't bring it up. <laughs> so this has been Tinfoil Hat. We had our best week last week. And we love you guys so much. Thank you for being part of the show. Remember, we don't have time to do it right now. Rate and review. Help us stay in that top 100, homeboy. All right, you guys are the best. Take care. Thanks, Jim. Yeah.